بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation of the concise admonition by Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and in the last uh, discussion the subject was uh, the matter of provision al-rizq Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded فَابْتَغُوا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ الرِّزْقَ وَعْبُدُوهُ وَاشْكُرُوا لَهُ and seek sustenance with Allah and worship him and be grateful to him Shaykh al-Islam now says وَهَذَا أَمْرٌ and this is a command وَالْأَمْرُ يَقْتَضِ الْإِيجَابِ and the command necessitates obligation فَالْإِسْتِعَانَةُ بِاللَّهِ seeking aid and help from Allah وَاللُّجُوءُ إِلَيْهِ فِي أَمْرِ الرِّزْقِ وَغَيْرِهِ أَصْلٌ عَظِيمٌ and turning to him in matters of sustenance and provisions and other than that is a very fundamental matter <coughs> why it is a very fundamental matter because this matter relates to Tawheed <coughs> singling Allah alone in worship Isti'ana seeking help turning to him and the like from worships directing that to Allah is Iman is faith and Tawheed and directing this to other than Allah is shirk ascribing partners to Allah and Tawheed is the most fundamental matter and most important matter so therefore the command is to ask Allah seeking his help turning to him in all of our affairs and this is an obligation fardun wajib and the textual proofs are replete regarding this meaning and we came across some of them from that is the hadith of Ibn Abbas may Allah be pleased with him and his father when he was with the Prophet والسلام, a young boy إذا سألت فاسأل الله if you ask, ask Allah وإذا استعنت فاستعن بالله and if you seek help, seek the help of Allah meaning if you intend to ask for anything then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and none else he will give you what you ask and he is the all rich the free of all want and all the treasures of good are with him none can withhold what he gives or prevent what he gives and no one can give what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prevents this hadith إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ If you ask, ask Allah is deducted from the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Ibn Rajab rahimahullah said is deducted from the saying of Allah إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ You alone do we worship and you alone we seek for help. In fact, there is a strong deterrence and warning against asking people except for the person who is in, de- in need or a person who may have been touched by calamity and the like for example the Prophet said in the hadith reported by Al-Bukhari and Muslim and it is in Sahih Al-Bukhari 
volume 2 hadith number 550 the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam said لَنْ يَأْخُذَ أَحَدُكُمْ حَبْلًا أو أَحْبُلًا فَيَأْخُذُ حَزْمَةً أو حُزْمَةً أو حَزْمَةً حزمة مِنْ حَطَبٍ فَيَكُفَّ اللَّهُ بِهِ وَجْهَهُ خَيْرٌ مِنْ أَنْ يَسْأَلَ النَّاسَ أُعْطِيَ أَوْ مُنِعَ It is better for anyone of you to take a rope and cut and bring a bundle of wood from the forest over his back and sell it and Allah will save his face from the hellfire because of that rather than to ask the people who may give him or not and he alayhi salatu wassalam said in the hadith reported by al-Bukhari and Muslim he sallallahu alayhi said Allah وَمَنْ يَتَصَبَّرْ يُصَبِّرْهُ اللَّهِ وَمَا أُعْطِيَ أَحَدٌ عَطَاءً خَيْرًا وَأَوْسَعَ مِنَ الصَّبْرِ Whoever abstains from asking others, Allah will make him contented. And whoever tries to make himself self-sufficient, Allah will make him self-sufficient. And whoever remains patient, Allah will make him patient. Nobody can be given a blessing better and greater than patience. And this is in volume 2, hadith 547. من سأل الناس أموالهم تكثرا فإنما يسأل جمرا فليستقل أو يستكثر in the hadith reported by Muslim in volume 2 two, two, six, six. من سأل الناس أموالهم تكثرا فإنما يسأل جمرا فليستقل أو يستكثر he who begs the riches of others to increase his own is asking only for live calls c-o-a-l-s so let him ask a little or much القاضي عياض القاضي عياض said regarding the meaning of this hadith that he will be punished in hellfire and it is possible that the hadith is in its apparent meaning and that the thing which he will take in excess turns into live coal burning him and the Prophet admonished his companions that they ask people for nothing ask people 
nothing. In the hadith reported in Sahih Muslim, in volume 2, 2270, عن عوف بن مالك الأشجعي, may Allah be pleased with him, in this hadith, Malik al-Azja'i reported we nine eight or seven men were in the company of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said why don't you pledge allegiance to the messenger of Allah while we had recently pledged allegiance so we said messenger of Allah we have already pledged allegiance to you he again said, why don't you pledge allegiance to the Messenger of Allah? And we said, Messenger of Allah, we have already pledged allegiance to you. He again said, why don't you pledge allegiance to the Messenger of Allah? We stretched our hands and said, Messenger of Allah, we have already pledged allegiance to you. Now tell, on what things should we pledge allegiance to you? He said, you must pledge allegiance that you would worship Allah only and would not associate with Him anything and observe five prayers and obey. And he said one thing in an undertone, that you would not, be, that you would not beg people of anything. And as a consequence of that, I saw that some of these people did not ask anyone to pick up the whip for them if it fell down and also in the next hadith 2271 عن قبيسة بن مخارق الهلالي رضي الله عنه he said I was under debt and I came to the messenger of Allah وسلم, and begged from him regarding it he said, wait till we receive sadaqah, فَنَأْمُرُ لَكَ بِهَا So that we order that to be given to you. قال ثم قال يا قبيصة إن المسألة لا تحل إلا لأحد ثلاثة He وسلم, said, قبيصة, begging is not permissible, but for one of three classes of persons. رجل تحمل حمالة فحلت له المسألة One who has incurred debt For him begging is permissible till he pays that off After which he must stop it ورجل أصابته جائحة اجتاحت ماله فحلت له المسألة حتى يصيب قواما من عيش أو قال سدادا من عيش and a man whose property has been destroyed by a calamity which has smitten him for him begging is, is permissible till he gets what will support life or will provide him reasonable subsistence وَرَجُلٌ أَصَابَتْهُ فَاقَةٌ حتى يقوم ثلاثة من ذوي الحجام من قومه لقد أصابت فلانا فاقة 
فحلت له المسألة حتى يصيب قواما من عيش أو قال سدادا من عيش فما سواهن من المسألة يا قبيصة سحتا يأكلها صاحبها سحتا And a person who has been smitten by poverty the genuineness of which is confirmed by three intelligent members of his people for him begging is permissible till he gets what will support him or will provide him subsistence Qabisa besides these three every other person or every other reason for begging is forbidden and one who engages in such consumes that which is forbidden then it is then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah continued then he should take this money or assistance take it in honor not disputing about it such that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses it for him and he should not be keen about asking for it impatiently seeking it worried about not getting it so in this way he will preserve honor for himself and protect it from humiliation and it is reported in Al-Bukhari and Muslim from Abdullah bin Umar may Allah be pleased with him and his father who said I heard Umar ibn Khattab saying that the messenger of sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would give him something and he would say give him to someone who is more in need for it and this is in Bukhari volume 2 hadith 552 Allah's messenger used to give me something but I would say to him would you give it to a poorer and more needy than I and the Prophet said to me take it if you are given something from this property without asking for it or having agreed for it take it and if not given don't run for it so he should not have greed in his heart for that nor be keen about getting it and in this case the person would preserve his honor and dignity lifting it from places of or situations of humility and this type of honor bestows on the person reverence and the sight of people and therefore draws respect to him Sheikh al-Islam continued rather the property or the wealth or the money with him should be like the place where a person uses to respond to the call of nature 
having no attachment of the heart to that place. Why did he describe it in this way? Like the place for used for the responding to the call of nature indicating that there should be no attachment of the heart to such a place and therefore there should be no attachment to this wealth so the wealth should be like that place used only for that purpose without attachment to the place and therefore the wealth should not be his major concern and in another place Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah also said that the person's use and need with respect to the water with respect to wealth should be like the status of the donkey which he rides upon and like the mat he may sit on and then he rahimahullah said وفي الحديث المرفوع الذي رواه الترمذي and others and in the raised hadith to the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام which is reported by a Tirmidhi and others and الشيخ الألباني رحمه الله authenticated it he صلى الله عليه وسلم said من أصبح والدنيا أكبر همه شتت الله عليه شمله وفرق عليه ضيعته ولم يأته من الدنيا إلا ما كتب له ومن أصبح والآخرة أكبر همه جمع الله عليه شمله وجعل غناه في قلبه وأتته الدنيا وهي راغمة The person who awakes while the dunya this life is the most important concern on his mind then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will break up and disperse his affairs and will disperse and break up his bay'ah and the bay'ah covers man's profession means of sustenance all of these things will break up the gathering, the unity of all of that will be broken because he was negligent concerning the affairs with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the recompense is in accordance with the deeds so Allah breaks up and disperses his united efforts and his gatherings on his affairs will break them up disperse them and the person who awakes while the the next life the life of the hereafter is his most important concern Allah will gather for him his affairs and will make his richness in his heart and this worldly life will come to him submitting and Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah commented 
if the person if the person's concern in the morning and the evening is nothing but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone <coughs> Allah will bear for him his needs and will fill his heart with his love and will make him remember him on his tongue and his limbs will be acting in his obedience and if it is the other way around if this dunya of this life is his major concern Allah will make him carry on take its concerns and its worries and will leave him for himself and his heart will be occupied by loving other than Allah from the creation and the remembrances on his tongue will be remembrances of the creation not of Allah and his limbs will be serving them and therefore anyone who turns away from the ubudiyah to Allah from slavery and submission to Allah and his obedience and his love will be punished by having his abudiyah his slavery to the created and his love to the created and serving the created قال الله عز وجل in this respect in surah al-zukhruf chapter 43 verse 36 and whosoever turns away and binds himself from the remembrance of the most beneficent Allah we appoint for him shaitan to be a qareen an intimate companion to him this brings the end of this part of this discussion and inshallah ta'ala in the next one we continue the rest alhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam